You just heard Lisa mention that more Illinoisans have been charged in the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. Now, we recently spoke about the full list of defendants from our area on the anniversary of the attack. So you can go back and you can find that conversation on the new WBEZ app. Switching gears this week marks Joe Biden's first year in office, but his presidential agenda seems to be in jeopardy. And his approval rating, it just hit a new low. About 40% of U.S. adults approve of the job that he's doing. That's according to a new Gallup poll. So joining us now to discuss this and more is Democratic political strategist Kitty Kurth. She's president of Kurth Lampy Worldwide. Kitty, welcome back to Reset. Hi, thanks for having me. And also with us is political stra- politi- political scientist rather Robert Starks. He is the former director of the Harold Washington Institute for Research and Policy Studies at Northeastern Illinois University. Also a professor um, at the university. Professor Starks, great to have you back on the show. Thank you. Uh, hello, Kitty. How are you? Haven't talked to you in a while. How have you been? Hello, Professor Starks. Happy birthday and um, great to talk to you. <laughs> awesome. Right. Glad you remembered that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, Kitty, yesterday, Senate Democrats failed to advance voting rights legislation. That's a key issue ahead of the November midterm elections. So what is your reaction to the vote? Honestly, I have thrown up my hands in frustration. I haven't been working on the voting rights issue quite as long as Professor Starks, but almost as long, at least my whole adult life. And every few years in D.C., we have this discussion about, you know, re-upping the Voting Rights Act, about strengthening the Voting Rights Act. And for one senator from Arizona to think that, she knows better than all of the people in the country that support voting rights is the most hubris-filled act that I've seen in politics recently. The the president had called on Senate Dems to, to change its filibuster rules to get the bill passed with just 50 votes instead of 60. Uh, but Democratic Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, they delivered the, the final nail in the coffin siding with the GOP against the rule chain. So how do Democrats recover from that? We just keep on going out and going door to door and electing people and Senator Sinema and Senator Manchin should both be primaried and we should elect real Democrats to those seats instead of Democrats who act like Republicans. And for Senator Sinema particularly to stand up there and you know, say, oh, you know, this this is important. It needs 60 votes. But then for her to catapult the whole thing with just one vote, it's the biggest batch of hypocrisy I've seen in years. Professor Starks, Biden's Build Back Better package, that's also struggling to, to gain traction. Why do you oh, think ab- that is? Absolutely. I agree with Kitty. Let me just honestly say that without a passage of the voting rights bills, both of them, it will be extremely difficult for Democrats to hold on to the Congress and the president. So uh, I would think that they desperately need to pass those two bills before the midterm in 2022. And, of course, I I would love to see the uh, bill back uh legislation 
to stay whole rather than taking pieces out. And maybe that might be the only way you can do it, but I think uh, we need to have that, the, the whole thing done uh, as a whole. But please, I, I want the audience to know that it would be almost impossible for the Democrats to hold on to uh, the majority in the House and the Senate if they do not pass the voting rights bills. And Professor Starks is totally right. And again, not to pile on Senator Cinema, but she cannot win her own state without voting rights protection. She should have learned from this fake vote count, fake vote recount in Arizona. Mm-hmm that she needs every bit of voting rights protection in Arizona, that we need in Illinois, that we need in Georgia, that we need Mm -hmm. all across in Wisconsin, all across the country. She is absolutely cutting off her nose to spite her face by this craziness. And Manchin Manchin the same way, but cinema Mm -hmm. really, when you look at what's gone on with the recount in Arizona... Well, it's my understanding that there's a group of people in uh, her state that are already uh, getting up uh, signatures uh, trying to uh, uh, prepare for the defeat of her in the next election. election. Well, well, let's let's talk about Biden. You know, his approval rating recently hit a new low. Right. And he says he doesn't believe the polls. So I, I wonder your assessment of how he's doing so far, Kitty. I think it's not so much believing the polls, it's looking at history. Of course his popularity is going to go down as we reach the midterms. That's what always happens, whether it's a Democratic president or a Republican president. But I think that he was smart to go out and take questions last night. He likes to talk to reporters. He likes to talk to voters. I just wish that, you know, the era of... COVID restrictions was over because what he needs is to be on the campaign trail. It's how he listens to people and talks to people. Mm-hmm. It's how he keeps his ear to the um, to the ground to hear what people are thinking and saying. Joe Biden likes nothing better than to talk to actual voters and hear what they think. What do you think, Professor Starks? How's he doing? I agree with uh, Kitty. Uh, However, I would think that he not only needs to get out and do more person-to-person speaking, but also I think he needs to put uh, Vice President uh, Harris out on the, on the trail talking about voting rights and immigration. Those were her two assignments, but she has not been out enough to emphasize those two issues. And those are two serious issues, especially if you look at a state like Texas, for instance, where the the voting uh, legislation in Texas is geared directly to uh, immigration, cutting off immigration, immigration, and uh, stifling and suppressing the votes of African Americans and Latinos. So yes, I think she needs to be out there as well as uh, the president himself. You're listening to Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in with us, our political strategist Kitty Kerf and political scientist Robert Starks. 
We're talking about President Biden's first year in office and the outlook for the Democratic Party moving forward. Coming up in five minutes on the program, the finale of the new ABC series Women of the Movement airs tonight on ABC. The show's creator will join us to discuss why she wanted to tell the story of Mamie Till Mobley. So stay with us for that. Uh, The day after President Biden was inaugurated, he came out with a plan to beat COVID-19. Professor, how effective would you say his response to the pandemic has been so far? His his response has been good. He he has done the best that he could under the circumstances. He's made some missteps. Uh, For instance, I think he should have uh, started a little earlier with uh, the the PPE and, and other kinds of mitigations. But he's done as best as he could, given the circumstances uh, that he, he came into office with. Uh, the total screw-up and and the missteps by the previous president. Mm-hmm. Well, Biden also vowed to restore the nation's shaky economy. And Kitty, inflation right now, it's at a 40-year high, as we know. And you that's know, not something a president can directly control, but could he have done something more? I suppose that that's true. But as an old person who's been shopping and doing grocery shopping for 40 years, I was just saying this morning that when I was in college, ramen was 25 cents a pack. And when I go and get ramen on sale today, it's still 25 cents a pack. Jiffy cornbread mix is up to 55 cents, but it was 35 cents 40 years ago. I think that that inflation has been artificially low for years, and we are paying the price of the false economy over the last 20 years of trying to say that there wasn't inflation. I also want to say, as a small business person, the help that my small business and so many others were able to have through the Small Business Administration and COVID loans and PPP. I think that's all working. You know, every dollar that comes into my business, we end up putting back into the economy, either paying a salary, paying health insurance, or paying taxes. Mm -hmm. And all that money is going right back in and getting the economy, keeping the economy boosted. You know, nothing is going to work quickly or well with the COVID pandemic. We've got to be patient and work our way out of it. And I think everybody's got to pull together. And, you know, back when I worked in D.C., we when I founded the Concord Coalition, we had Democrats and Republicans working together to try to build the economy. That's what's going to fix it now. If the Republicans continue to dig in their heels and say no, 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 things are not going to get better. Yeah. But it's also not going to help them elect a Republican president. Well, in the time that we have left here, uh, which is short, Professor, tell us what's at stake in the midterms then. You have predictions? Yes, absolutely. What's at stake, of course, is the voting rights. Uh, Also, the bill back... uh, uh, legislation, and the president has to emphasize those two things and out in, in the public. He's got to go from coast to coast, mm-hmm. uh, speaking to poor people as well as working-class people, and make sure that he emphasizes the relationship between the Democratic Party and workers, uh, you know, and, and 
And it's got to also deal with the question of poverty. Yeah. Poverty is totally off the... Uh, I mean, nobody talks about poverty anymore. It's almost the working class or the middle class. You've got to talk about homelessness. You've got to talk about poverty. And you've got to talk about uh, the economy. Okay? 30 seconds, Kitty. A quick final thought here as we, we wrap without, up. Without voting rights, our democracy fails. Voting rights is under attack at every level, and without protecting voting rights and access to voting, our democracy fails, and we don't have anything. That's Democratic political strategist Kitty Kurth and Robert Starks, Professor Emeritus from Northeastern Illinois University. Kitty and Professor Starks, thank you so much for your time today. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.